Hello, all you gorgeous humans, and welcome to season two, episode two of the Worth More podcast. I am so excited about this episode because I think you each might find it quite helpful, hopefully insightful, and maybe it will dissuade you from trying out one of these ultimate diet fads. I love seeing new diet fads. This is kind of inspired by the celery juicing trend that's happening right now. Hey, and I'm not gonna judge. I'm definitely on the train, but I'm not convinced it's the miracle cure everyone's claiming it to be. However, what could it hurt? And I've noticed some differences. Maybe you will, maybe you won't. But today, I'm not gonna focus in on some of these hot minute fads like celery juice, I'm focusing in on some of the ones that we've believed for a long time, like eating lots of small meals throughout the day, or not eating food after 6, 7, 8 p.m., or maybe not eating in the morning before your workout. These diet trends and diet fads are promised and told to people over and over again. And guess what, y'all? I'm going to be bursting some bubbles today, and I cannot wait to dive into this. So thanks for listening. I'm your host, Cami Bleese, and let's go ahead and get started. So with diet fads, obviously these are always changing, but I'm going to discuss about seven of the most tried and true diet beliefs that so many people kind of are told or they misunderstand. And the first one I want to address is not eating after a certain time in the evening. I have seen so many people say this, including Oprah. You know, I don't think she eats after like 6 p.m. Now, there are certain people that do Um, intermittent fasting and those types of things and that's not what I'm talking about here what I'm talking about is the belief that if you don't eat anything after six o'clock or something then your body will magically burn so many more calories and therefore you will drastically lose the weight and so on and so forth The truth is calories can't tell time. Your body is going to digest and use the calories the same way morning, noon, and night because ultimately you need calories as energy to survive. So when you're moving around and stuff, yes, you're going to be moving more, you're going to be burning more calories because you're exerting more energy rather than when you are sleeping in the middle of the night. But the truth is, is that many people, you know, want to eat after 6 p.m. because that's kind of an early dinner time. And they fear that if they do this, then they're not going to lose any weight. It's not true. It, it, the, what it comes down to more often than not is often people who are late night eaters, this isn't dinner, this is late night snacking that's mindless, tend to overconsume more than they need because it's not about satisfying hunger. It's typically coming from a different place. So often when we're so disconnected from our eating routine and our eating ritual and the meals in front of us, we eat more than we intend to. So this isn't about eating after a certain time. The truth is, is that often these late night snacks can add up really quickly and therefore you might be consuming more than you needed to. Now, again, I really want to clarify this. If you are eating because you're genuinely hungry, don't not eat. If you aren't hungry and you're bored, don't eat. 
we so often don't really connect with ourselves to understand if we're hungry or not hungry and when we're full and when we're not full so you really need to tune in but if you are restricting your food and not eating after a certain time for reasons other than some of the fasting or for health issues that maybe you and your doctor have discussed i strongly encourage you to start eating dinner at a reasonable time like most people another diet fad diet fad number two is eating lots of small meals throughout the day will help you burn a lot more calories and it'll keep your metabolism fired up okay the reality is is that your food intake has a very negligible negligible oh man guys that's a rough word effect on your metabolism so i think that we think that oh we're going to kickstart our metabolism but your body has a process and it kind of says okay i'm going to start processing this food i'm going to work through it i'm going to use it as energy i'm going to disperse it through the body and there are very opposing theories that by constantly restarting your body's uh, metabolism, you're actually hindering its ability to process through things fully because it has to keep restarting. Ultimately, I think where this theory really goes wrong is that a lot of people look at a meal and say, okay, 250 calories or something, and I'm going to be straight with you. I don't like calories. I don't pay attention to calories at all. But I'm using this as an example because many people who are doing this tend to grab a power bar or grab a little handful of nuts and berries and there's their next meal for the moment. And the truth is, more often than not, you are under eating what you ultimately want. I have been the person that has had a tiny little breakfast, a tiny snack, a tiny lunch, and Gosh darn, by 7 p.m., if I am not rating every single thing in my refrigerator like a monster, I don't know what has happened to me. And the truth is, is because often I'm not eating enough. And then we get mad at ourselves. We blame ourselves. Ugh, why couldn't my body just let me survive on less? Well, that's just not how it works. Your body isn't worried about your physical appearance. Your body is worried about keeping you alive. So I really strongly encourage you to try and eat a full meal. Eat a real meal. Eat a real breakfast with protein, fats, and carbs. Eat a real lunch with protein, fats, and carbs. If you are hungry in between lunch and dinner, guess what, sister friend? Eat a snack. We need to stop worrying, oh my gosh, I've already had my five baby meals for the day. I can't have another one until meal six. Or I'm starving and it's not lunchtime because my breakfast was so small. You need to tune out of these diet fads and tune into what your body is telling you and you can't res you can't resent it for needing those things. You can't resent it for being hungry. It's not trying to work against you. It's genuinely trying to work for you. Okay, diet fad number 3. Carbs make you fat. Okay. Any, you know, and insert anything that we want to vilify in the diet culture industry, right? Oh, fat makes you fat. Sugar makes you fat. All these things make you fat. Cool. Let's just fear everything and be so utterly confused on what we can consume. The truth is, is that yes, when carbohydrates burn down, they do process into sugar and they can process into fat, but your body still needs it. It's not that carbs or fat or your Snickers or your salad made you gain weight. The reality is that we gain weight when 
kind of one of two things happen. One, you needed to, and you were keeping your body at a weight that it ultimately wasn't happy with. So anything that you eat, it's going to hold on to because it's trying to put more weight on your body. That is the kind of link to the fact that you're kind of trying to keep your body under a weight that it ultimately wants to be. Two, if you're just eating more than you need, your body can't process through everything and flush out everything. It will eventually hold on to anything that is not being used for a later date. That's survival. So often, it's not that it's this certain food that has put weight on. It's the fact that you, again, have tuned out from your body and you have just eaten more than ultimately your body needed in that moment. Now, there shouldn't be shame there. There shouldn't be judgment there. But really, I think the lesson that we can work on is kind of saying, okay, cool, I want to eat pizza. Maybe I should pay attention to when my taste buds start to change and it doesn't taste as good. When I start to feel full. Maybe I shouldn't eat it while I'm sitting on my couch alone watching TV and I'm not even paying attention to how full I'm getting. So often it is not specifically the foods you are eating. It is just the fact that you've disconnected from yourself and you're eating more than you need. Now we are a very carb heavy society. It's more convenient. It's way easier to get and it gives you the burst of energy ultimately your body is probably looking for. What it boils down to there is we need to just realize that to an extent, to have a more well-rounded, balanced plate in front of us just takes a little bit more work. It is not as convenient as running through the drive-thru. It is not as convenient as grabbing the packaged food. It is not as convenient as maybe some of us wish it was. But when we are talking about taking care of our bodies, honoring our bodies, and loving ourselves from the inside out, ultimately what you put into it matters at the end of the day. It does. Eventually, how you feel, your energy level, how your gut is working is connected to what you put into it. So you've got to stop fearing carbs. You've got to stop fearing fat. Everything within balance is wonderful and should be celebrated and should be eaten. Okay. Moving on, point number four, am I on four? (laughs) Um, Okay, so diet fad number four is that diets are the best ways to lose weight. I feel like you're probably like, oh, I already know the answer to this because if you listen to me, it's probably not for the greatest weight loss advice ever. (laughs) Diets are not at all good for anything at all. Because sure, they might result in temporary weight loss, but that's very much so I cannot emphasize enough for a short-term period of time. Most of the time, you know, there have been so many studies done that have shown that people who go on really restrictive diets do and can lose weight in the short term, but within one to five years, they gain all of that weight back. And that is ultimately because A diet is not a lifestyle. And if you're kind of trying to play with your head, okay, this is just my new lifestyle, cutting out all of these foods for weight loss reasons, it's highly unlikely that you will stick to this long term. I'm not doubting your ability to do this. I am just doubting your why being genuinely connected to you being able to stick to it. It is really hard when you remove things from your life for trying to change your physical appearance. You are so much more than your weight. You are worth so much more than those things. 
And this diet is not going to fix all the things you think it's going to fix. The weight will come back on because you're going to go back to eating a balanced or more amount of food than you used to. Because again, your body doesn't care about keeping you looking how the culture thinks it should. It's just trying to keep you alive. So if you're thinking about adjusting your eating, I strongly encourage you to connect with why you're doing it and the what. When we went vegetarian, it had nothing to do with weight loss. And thank goodness, because trust me, I have not lost any weight from it. But because it was rooted in completely different issues, it hasn't been hard nine times out of 10 to continue living that way because it was more than that to me. But I've tried an umpteen amount of diets that it was solely connected to wanting to look good on my wedding day, wanting to look good on vacation, wanting to look good because of the expectations I had as a personal trainer. And I couldn't stick to any of it. So why you're choosing these plans matters. And the reality is, is you, I so think it's more beneficial to make really small changes and stick to them and then slowly add in more. So maybe just start going on a 15-minute walk each day or start adding a smoothie for breakfast or a salad prior to your lunch, prior to your dinner, right? These are small changes that don't make us feel restricted but still give us good nutrients, still take care of our bodies, and are not extreme changes. Okay, off of my little soapbox, the reality is is this I could talk about diets all day long, but let's continue with the fads part, right? Okay, number five. I just have a couple more. Um, To lose weight, you need to cut calories drastically. Again, I know, guys, I know this kind of goes with the diet part, but a lot of times when you kind of get into the, um, you know, MyFitPal type of apps and you're counting your calories and you're trying to stay under a certain amount. Most people for weight loss, their number is about 1200 calories, right? Guys, this is so much less than what we really need to function. 2000 calories a day is what you need so that all of your organs can optimize and and just run at baseline. Not like over and above and beyond incredible at baseline. So when you start eating 1,200 calories a day, you are not consuming as much as you need for your body to work. Now, yes, there are some people who, I don't know, that is just a normal amount because of their energy exertion and their body size and body type and all these other things, sure. But the average person needs to consume more. And when you cut your calories so drastically, again, just like a diet of I'm going on, I feel nervous sometimes saying all these different diets because I feel like the crew behind them are like really, really freaking loyal. But like when you're choosing to go on keto and paleo and Whole30 solely as a weight loss, solely as just a... I'm going to cut out this whole food group because it's bad for me. You, just like reducing calories, that restriction mindset is not going to eventually be mentally healthy for you. We resist a lot of those things often, and most of us don't function under a healthy relationship with food, with anything, when we fear it when we don't think we can trust ourselves, when we can't control ourselves. So ultimately, I love the idea of intuitive eating because 
it's very much so, yeah, I think I eat Indian food and pizza a lot more than I used to, but my body has maintained and worked the same that it always does when I'm just balanced and taking care of it. So yes, there could be times and places where I make adjustments, but I don't feel restricted or fearful towards food. And that means that I have taken the power out of a fully inanimate object. And I think that that's a really healthy place for you to aim to be. So, and I digress off of my like umpteenth soapbox. We will move on to diet fad number six. Diet foods help you diet. I feel like this is maybe something that most people are kind of off of the train on, but just in case you're still on there with like the low fat foods, the low carb foods, the low, low, whatever, anything, sis to friend, stop. The reality is, is that a lot of these low, whatever foods, low carb, low fat do not mean low calorie if you care about those things. And the reality is, is often when they're pulling something out, they're adding something else back in. So yeah, maybe it's low carb, but it is super jacked up in sugar, super jacked up in chemicals to reduce the calories, to reduce. So it's a whole bunch of fake stuff. And because people are like, ooh, I'm eating something that's low blank, they eat more than they would if they ate the real thing, right? How often do you think, oh, this 100 calorie pack has five things in it, let me eat five of those because that's a real snack. And then you've eaten way more than had you gone for the real thing you ultimately wanted. That's, that's the hard part with cravings. When you kind of switch things out and go, no, I'm really craving ice cream, but I'm gonna go have Greek yogurt. It is not the same, it isn't. And so then you become obsessed with the idea of now you can't have ice cream, you've taken this low calorie option that isn't as good and you're never fully satisfied. So finding that balance and realizing that you can have the real thing, pay attention to how much you really want and take the power out of the food. So I cannot emphasize enough just trying to eat real things more often than not. I, of course, yes, I eat packaged foods. That's just life and that's my life. That's my choice. But I try really hard to eat a really good balance of foods that have one word in their ingredients because all it is is celery. All it is is an apple. All it is is a grape, right? You get my gist. So try and find that balance between those things. And if you're kind of thinking that this is the avenue of like low whatever foods, just move on from that. Okay, my final fad is you'll burn more fat working out on an empty stomach. So there's a lot of theories around this. It's called fasted cardio. Typically, that's what most people who are encouraging this. I know as a trainer back in some of my trainings, I have talked to clients about doing this. The theory is that if you go and work out in the mornings without eating anything, your body will then go back and pull calories, fat, whatever, from the day before, essentially, and you'll burn through that. And that way, then you're going to eat a meal when your body is in this high burn state because you have burned previous calories, you're burning through anything you're ingesting, and that's the best way for weight loss. I think that this ultimately really comes down to you, and I also wanna like caveat asterisk this moment, you cannot work out and outwork 
eating crap. And like, like I've said, I love me a lot of crap foods, <laughs> but you cannot think that by eating whatever and then working out that it all works out to neutral. That's just, you're burning maybe 200 calories in most of your workouts. It's not a lot. So what I think is more important is to work out because you like it. Work out because you've picked something you genuinely enjoy and you're not worrying so much about the calories. Most people who are doing fasted cardio are very focused on the weight loss effects of it and not so much focused on the health of running or because running really clears their head and it's a really good de-stressor for them. There are seasons where running is great for me and seasons where running is not great for me. And I have to kind of just listen to what I'm feeling in those moments. But most people wake up and they want to go do this really great workout and they have no energy for it. Your food is energy, y'all. So by telling your body, no, I'm not going to feed you and I'm going to push you through this hour long class and hope you make it will force your body to function in a state that is not optimal. So more often than not, it is great to eat before a workout. It can be super beneficial. You'll have more energy. You'll feel less nauseous. It is good for people that it feels good for. A lot of the time, my stomach would get really upset when I would eat and then go run, when, especially when I was training for my half marathons. So I didn't eat before I ran. I had good energy. It didn't affect how I felt. I noticed a marked difference for the poorer if I did eat before, so I just didn't. It had nothing to do with, ooh, I'm going to go burn the calories of yesterday. So a lot of these, as you can probably see, diet fads, really need to come with a shift in your intentions, a shift in your why, and realizing that quick fixes don't exist. They are promised and they will be shoved down your throat for the rest of your life. But you are smarter than that and you can decide that you don't need a fad. You are just gonna start finding a balance that works genuinely for you. And I promise it's not gonna start with eating less than you need, eliminating a food group, and working out on an empty stomach, right? We've been, people, myself included, have tried all of these, and I am telling you from the other side of it, it isn't worth it, and it doesn't work, and it doesn't last. So the diet fad industry is going strong. They repackage, they repromote, they rebrand things, and I really encourage you to just think about it, research it, look into it, ask questions for yourself. Don't just trust because some influencer or celebrity told you that it works, that it works. We are in charge of taking care of ourselves. We have the power to do these researches, to ask these questions. This did not take a lot of, you know, hard, hard research, hours of reading and whatever to find these things out. Yes, I've been obsessed with these things for a while because of the health and wellness and personal training and passions that I care about. But I promise you that this evidence and these things are not hard to find if you care to look. So if you are tired of chasing fad after fad and miracle cure after miracle cure, I encourage you to take a step back and pick one thing to work on. One baby baby thing to work on. And you can do that, whatever that looks like. Food, fitness, mental health, whatever it is for you. Pick one thing and start there and realize that it will be a slow change, that it will be a slow progress, but you will be able to stick to it easier. It more than likely will last longer, which is the goal. 
And you really will create a lifestyle you love out of balance, out of caring for yourself, out of asking what works for you, out of asking what's right for you. These diet fads don't ask any of us what's right for us or what works for us or our lifestyle or our weight or our health or our interests. They don't care because it is a copy and paste solution that isn't working. So it is time to drop the diet fads, it's time to let go, and it's time to do something different, right? You know that you can always lean back on them. So at this point, maybe, let's just shift and do something different. Let's just shift and do something else. If you liked hearing about diet fads, then maybe let me know in a review on my website, send me an email, send me an Instagram message, whatever. If there are fads that you want me to research or ones that you have questions about, I would love to know. I'm not trying to hate on any specific lifestyle because I totally get that certain things work for certain people. But if you are looking for a quick fix kind of thing, it just isn't out there. And I don't want you to waste any more time. So I'm happy to be your bubble burster. (laughs) Sorry. Hope you have a great rest of your day and leave it on that light peppy note. And I will be chatting in y'all's ear next week. Have a good one, guys.